The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. I am Emily Swallow, also known as the Armorer on The Mandalorian. And I'm just giving a little shout out to the Secrets of Star Wars podcast because this is the way. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember... The Force will be with you, always. Hello, everyone. My name is Thomas Sanjuro, and you are listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we discovered the, where we discuss the deeper themes and meaning of our favorite uh, galaxy far, far away. And today we're going to be continuing our RPG exploration of the Star Wars universe. So we're going to expand the story uh, a little more uh, from our own perspective inside of the Star Wars universe. And so I'm, I'm really excited, looking forward to doing a second round of this because we left, a, left the last one with a cliffhanger. <laughs> so uh, I'm Thomas Sanjuro and uh, with me today, uh, our father, Andrew. Hi, father. Hello, or Jet, as I as I will be known here shortly. There you go. Uh, Andrew Hermes is joining me again. Hi, Andrew. Sue Staba here. Sue Staba. <laughs> and Mike Creevy. Hi, Mike. It's me, Kig. <laughs> Welcome, Kig. And also joining us this week, we got Angela back. So hi, Angela. Welcome to the RPG. It's good to be here. Um, and I'm not the Bendu this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, are this, this Who are you? Who are you? Well, I'll let you introduce yourself uh, once we get started with the game. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll go into that just a little bit before uh, before we we have you introduce who your character is. Um, so before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there because I think we're going to get into the, the mix of things and uh, I don't want to miss it. So I would like to thank our patrons for this week. And they are Matthew G., Mark W, Debbie L, Jeffrey K, and Anne H. And we appreciate all of the support that you offer to SQPN. If you are not a supporter, uh, definitely go check us out on Patreon and uh, support all the shows that we do here at uh, SQPN, which are much broader than just the nerdiness of Star Wars. But (laughs) we are excited to be doing this one for you guys. Um, So today we're going to pick up where we left off last time with the story of jet and the uh and kig and the whole travels to pick up mon mothma uh at the behest oh my gosh i totally blanked on his name there we go bail organa thank you (laughs) uh so we're going to pick up on this now if you missed last episode i encourage you go listen to that episode first because it was a really cool story and you're going to be totally lost if you try and just listen from here uh so this, it's a couple episodes ago it's before our fatherhood episode uh now this episode we are we have currently left the uh crew stuck in the tractor beams above the planet and they are they were trying to escape the 
passed by one of the Star Destroyers in an attempt to just fly casually off and get to a, a safe hyperspace distance. And they were unsuccessful in convincing the Imperials that that's uh, what they were going to be able to do. So we are now back to this moment where they are stuck in the tractor beams um, and they have to figure out now what they're going to do to get themselves out. Now, Sue, for his part, is in a separate ship and actually has a code ready to go and just <laughs> hyperspace out of there if he wants to. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Cause I don't know. I don't know if this group has created <laughs> enough of a bond yet for him to stick around for the, while well, they get sucked into this tractor beam, but we'll, I will laugh so hard if we haven't, we'll see. <laughs> it's just ghosts. <laughs> but, and, and we, we have to remember they got you to the planet to be able to get your ship back. So this is kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> this is a nice turn of events for you. But again, you know, what do you owe them? And you have your ship. So here we go. And we also have to see how will Angela's character be added to the mix. So right now, um, the Iron Jay is being pulled into uh, the Star Destroyer. And the Star Destroyer, for its part, is silent. They have gone completely silent on the comms because they're not really interested in hearing what you have to say. But Mon Mothma is nervous. And so she uh, looks at, at you, Jet, and she says, I know this doesn't seem... Uh, too bad at the moment but i am very concerned that if they find me here many more people than myself will be put in danger so i hope you have a way to hide me hmm um <laughs> i'm not a smuggling ship though you have any smuggling panels <laughs> <laughs> you're not but you were given some smuggling items by uh bail organa's group you have those uh crates still on the ship Oh. That are marked with flammable material, so you know. <laughs> well, the the, the the natural the natural response would be to have her go hide in those in those crates, but I mean that's that's not going to really hide her if they board the ship and do a search. Mm, possible. It's better than nothing. Well, okay. Well, Mon Mothma, <laughs> how do you feel about going into a into the in the crates in the in the cargo hold? That's not something that we have to to roll for. That's just something that. Uh, we should do this okay <laughs> yeah there's um, yeah there's no reason i I'll, I'll give you the one of my favorite principles of this game is if there's no reason to roll just say yes just so say yes. in this case yep <laughs> yes she now. says something like it's not a garbage shoot it could be worse <laughs> uh how big are these crates <laughs> she wonders so um there's not really much you can do in the uh, in the in the, the cockpit right now. So you all head right. towards the towards the cargo hold, and when you enter the cargo hold, the the lights come on, and as you're beginning to try and pick which one of the crates you're going to seal her in, you hear a noise coming from one of the other ones. Wow, that's interesting. Huh. Kig, do you have any? You want to go check that out? For Don't. Don't look at me. I'm not hiding anything in here. <laughs> you're, my, you're my helmsman. <laughs> yeah. I head on over. Okay. Yeah, I'll go check it out. All right. So, Kig, you head over and you kind of trace the sound down. And you notice that these, these crates are not 
large. Like fitting Mon Mothma in them in one of them is going to be okay just because she's a small-ish human being. Okay. So Kig for you, they're probably not bad, but for right. for Jet, they're not gonna be comfortable. And for those who don't know, I'm about four foot nine. <laughs> right. we, we guessed. So <laughs> yeah. and I'm, so and I'm you're not very a very not a very big figure. So, yeah. <laughs> no. And so um so yeah, you hear some noises, some muffled noises coming from inside of the uh, of the crate and figure out that you can just pop it open very easily. What do you do? I pop it open quite easily just because <laughs> I'm, I'm too curious to, to just not see what's in this thing. So. We, we, um, we're just, yeah, no, no fear here. No fear. <laughs> no well, I mean, we just, like we're being, we're, we just came from being solace. tractor beamed in, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and like, I mean, even even the the on the planet surface, it, I mean, there was Imperials there, but they're they wouldn't the Imperials wouldn't be <laughs> hiding in a box, right? Right. And I think my attitude at this point is is like, look, we've got enough problems on our hands. Like this, what what is just, this? You know. Well, Kig, you, you pop the crate open, and out pops Kig. Like a slightly larger version of you. Oh. See now, now I'm scared. <laughs> Drinking now I'm was scared. one of my character's skills. But, Drinking but, was one of my characters. No. That is, but what? Uh, exactly what you do. This creature that is you begins doing the same thing. <laughs> So, Angela, I'm going to let you at this point introduce uh, your character before we move on with the story. All right. Well, my name is Paku J. Lee. I am a changeling, a Claudite from Zolan. I'm 22. So I'm young, but I'm not here to please everybody who uh, just wants to take advantage of my Claudite abilities. Uh, the Empire is just a part of life for me. I've had a a rough life, you know, been uh, enslaved once, but now I, uh, I've been uh, on the job as a sentry on Solist, uh, you know, got my freedom back. The thing is, being a sentry on Solist isn't all that interesting. And, you know, I kind of saw this, this group of people <laughs> doing something and I thought, hey, let's check it out. All right. So, uh. Paku is a Claudite. Now, a Claudite, for anyone who's not initiated into the Star Wars lore, is a changeling. Uh, this is a character, or, uh, a creature that can change their shape to fit any form. And so that's why currently uh, this does not look like a Claudite, but like a very particular Bothan that they are being <laughs> confronted with. <laughs> All right. So, um, what do what does Kig do in this situation? Well, I was just looking at my instincts list here, and and uh, my third out of three instincts is a strong tendency towards suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not me, so I I think I would start asking some questions like, "What is going on? Who are you?" You know, something along those lines. And you're saying she's taller than me, so but it's like. Looks just like me. Sounds just like me. Okay. Yes. I think I spin, I spin around to Jet and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what? Right, I? And then for your part, Paku, what do you do? Uh, well, I am uh, always looking for a way out of something. Um, 
So I'm looking around to try to see where the door is. And uh, I happen to see that uh, Jet is a little bit farther away from the door. So I'm going to start inching my way over there while everyone else is confused. (laughs) Sounds good. And Jet, for your part, what do you do? Um, I would draw my blaster and... Um, and, and my character, well, and, and I would, I, I think through the problem, but I also would engage in dialogue first. So I would be exactly like Kig. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> this random Bothan, who are you? And I don't know if she's <laughs> interested in responding to that question, but, um, you know, with a blaster pointed at you, I hope that, uh, you know, that might encourage you to, to respond with, with, uh, some, some honesty here. Look, uh, I'm I just wanted to see what you guys were doing. I'm I'm just uh somebody who's been um pretty bored on Celeste and I noticed that you guys were up to something. So um look, I don't wanna cause any trouble. Just yeah, you know, just a little curious what what's going on here. Okay, fair enough. But you are also a trespasser on my ship and I trespasser with no my reason look. to trust you. <laughs> we are also in a bit of a predicament here. Uh, we are caught in the tractor beam of the Imperials. And so <laughs> I can't be dealing with you and the Imperials at the same time. So either are you going, are you willing to, to, to help us out? Or do I need to put you in one of these crates as well? Well, listen, I... <sighs> I don't have any reason to trust you. I don't know what you're doing. So either you tell me what you're doing. Obviously, I'm not going to get off the ship because here we are in this tractor beam. So just tell me what's up. Okay, pause. This is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we have two statements of purpose here. And the great thing about this game is that it provides us an excellent mechanic to resolve this without having to just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So... You guys are going to participate in a duel of wits, and you've both just issued your body of argument without me even telling you to. So the, the, the way that this works is you state a body of argument. Now, Jet, uh, let me just make sure that we've phrased your body of argument well. Sure. You want help from this, this person in getting out of this situation, or she's going back into a crate. So you want, you want her, you want her to help. And, yeah. and then, uh, Paku, you want to know what they're doing in order to help, or you're going to refuse that and make them figure out what to do. So you want to know what they're doing. So, I want to know what they're doing, but I don't necessarily want to help. I'm just but you curious. don't necessarily want to help. Okay. Yep. That I, I think that makes sense. And so, um, there there can be agreement at the end of a duel of wits but for the most part you're trying to win your side and i i think we can agree that jet wouldn't want to tell anybody else what they're doing because it's a secret mission and uh on the same turn paku wouldn't want to just give up for nothing and definitely doesn't want to help them when without knowing anything about what's going on so (laughs) um so here's how it works now we are going to do a set of volleys we have three volleys that we're going to go through and then the argument's over and that's it so uh there are three times for you to be able to try and present your case and win the argument and the way it works is this you can pick um 
attack actions, verbal attack actions, and those actions are to make a point, to dismiss the other person's point, um, and then some special ones that are like fainting, like trying to uh, change the subject or or do something, you know, trying to trying to lie your way through the situation, or inciting the person into just a, a straight up fist fight or a brawl probably not the best idea for Paku here and I think Jet's got the upper hand so I'm gonna guess inciting is off the table for everybody in this one if if you choose not to attack you have to choose to do a defense action which is to avoid the topic entirely to obfuscate your situation to try and lie your way through something or to cover up some piece of information about yourself or to offer a rebuttal OK, now these things are happening basically at the same time. So you're going to declare which one of those actions you commit to before you're before the volley. Then we're going to resolve that particular volley and then we'll do a second round, resolve that volley. And then we'll do a third round, resolve that volley. And essentially, whoever ha- scores the most out of these. The, so it's, it's it's a it's a two out of three, like a rock, paper, scissors, right? Where you, mm-hmm. you know, best two out of three okay. uh, wins the argument. OK, so the, again, their their point for the attack actions, it's point or dismiss. And then for the defense actions, it's avoid, obfuscate or rebuttal. And then the special actions is faint or incite. We're going to avoid incite because that just won't. It won't really stand, but, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so each one of the each one of the types has a particular role that's associated with it so we'll we're going to do the first volley and and then you guys are going to kind of pick and and I'll tell you what the mechanic of it is so essentially you're going to pick what you want to do for this first volley and then I'm going to let Kig get involved in the second volley because Kig's still kind of like staring at himself trying to figure out what's going on and Jet now has a blaster out so uh so kid you can you can uh help into it in the in the next uh volley sure and so I, you pick I your have, action i have a blaster also but i don't have it yeah, out that's yet. true <laughs> <laughs> so so you guys who are who are doing it pick your action and then um we'll reveal the action at the same time and you'll it, now you do need to speak the part you don't mm-hmm. have to be like totally eloquent like your character so your character might completely fall on their face and you might make a great point but the dice say that they that they failed at it mm-hmm. or the other way around where you just kind of state the point and it's not super eloquent, but your character rolls really, really well and and does fantastically at it and wins, okay. wins the volley. OK, OK. Everybody ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. OK, so so for the first volley and I'll start with Jet and then I'll uh, take Paco's action. So, Jet, what are you doing for the first volley? Um, I'm going to do a verbal attack and point. OK. And uh, and Paco? Well, that's what I was going to say. So that's fine. I guess I no, that's, can't. No, that's good. No, you okay. can. Yeah, you can both. You're both. So you're both, both aggressive. You're both attacking. You're both <laughs> coming out uh, with the gloves off. So if we look through um, the point, you're going to use one of the following tests. You either have to use your course persuasion, which is a will skill. You have to use interrogation. You have to use oratory, persuasion, poisonous platitudes, rhetoric, or sinner's debate. And I think... You guys don't have any of the oratory skills, so it's right. going to be just a course persuasion, which means you're going to roll your will. And if anybody had chosen defense, they would have gotten a bonus to kind of like a doubling of their of their defense skill in, in this particular case. But this this is uh, you guys are both just going to kind of point fingers at each other and start. So 
Uh, Jet, what are you saying to Paku for this round? So I am saying that, okay, look, we are in quite a situation here. And if you do not help us, we're all going to get captured by the Empire. And it's going to be game over for all of us. So, you know, I, I don't have to share with you anything. But if you want to survive this just as much as we do, we do need your help. Okay, game, well, Paku. listen, I... Like I said, I'm a sentry and I have some keen observation skills. Okay. So I was just at my post and I was noticing that you guys were smuggling something out of the planet. Um, I, I know Celest very well. I see everything. And I know that you guys were doing something suspicious. So, you know, uh, I, I don't think you have the upper hand here. You guys came onto our planet and you were taking something off the planet. Seemed kind of uh, suspicious. Okay, so now you're both going to roll your will skill. Or your will attribute. Will stat. There we go. <laughs> i get the right word in a minute. Okay. Should I tell you what my, my roll was? So, Angela, you got your, you got your results? Yeah, so I've... Um, so, since I'm new to this, I have B3, so that means I have three die? You roll three dice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can't bring in my observation skill at all uh, to add another guy. This case, well, yeah, I w- I'm going to let you fork it in because that's that's you made a keen observation and you know that they're in a in a position about this. So yeah, <laughs> I think it works. Okay. All right. Well, I rolled four and I got a six, a four, a six, and a one. Oh my goodness! So three successes. Jet, I got a six, a five, a three, and a one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh paku definitely won that round of the debate she made a very good point and jet feels a little mm-hmm. cowed because uh he does not have the upper hand um now you guys pick the second volley and then uh kig if there is anything that you can contribute to the argument this would be the time that you might think about doing that is this a good <laughs> I know my number one, um, I'm trying to get my sheet here. I know my number one um, belief is that no one can find out about my Jedi past. Mm. But under the, under the circumstances, I would not feel any sort of ethical problem whatsoever attempting some sort of mind trick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. However, she does uh, not seem weak-willed or weak-minded or any of that as well so i i don't know but is it worth a shot i don't know how that would work in this or if that would not come into play here well with the telepathy skill you could probably use it to soothe the situation a little bit and i would say uh make any obstacle that she's facing one greater by either improving jet's manner of speaking or making hers a little bit weaker that's a tough call. Which which one would be my priority? <laughs> I'd probably go with boosting him in this case a little bit, just because it's going. It seems to be going her way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So you guys pick your next volley, and before we get to you, I'm going to go over to um, Sue's uh, yeah. situation. <laughs> Sitting out there, just like twiddling my thumbs <laughs> currently you are watching uh you're watching the, them just slowly tractor beam into the into the star destroyer and um the imperials come back over the comms to you and ask uh is there uh anything that you need help with oh <laughs> yep that's it <laughs> they're just waiting <laughs> yeah 
I didn't uh, think you saw me out here. <laughs> no, I don't need any help. I, uh, you know, I just fixed up this bad boy. Just, uh, just making sure all the buttons are working and, you know, just making sure it does well in idle mode. Um, cause you know, I'm just, I'm just out here just, uh, just hanging out, just making sure everything's working is, is, uh, I'm all good. <laughs> real, real fine here. We're all, we're all fine. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong. Here. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Um. So the the imperial comms come back over and say you are free to leave whenever you would like. Uh, please make sure that that is sooner rather than later. Thank you. Uh, copy that. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I may need to grab a few things before I leave. Um. But uh, I will be well on my way. So uh, don't, nothing to worry about here. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're going to, they're going to ignore you for a moment, but you don't have oh. long. <laughs> so hanging out is not going to work <laughs> yeah. for too long. Um, okay. So second volley with Paku and Jet. What do we have? Uh, Paku, I'm going to have you call first since you won the last round. Well, at this point, I think this gang is pretty um, useless to me. And um, I'm, I've been inching my way close to the door and I want to go check out the rest of the ship and see if I can figure out what else is going on, if I can gather any clues. So kind of like changing the subject almost. Okay. All right. Uh, and then so avoiding the topic. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Jet. So I was going to attack and dismiss her former <laughs> argument. All right. I don't going know. for the big guns. I don't. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, you know, so I dismiss mean, is typically like the end of an argument, but you can technically dismiss kind of anywhere, anytime you want to. So you're saying oh. you're saying that that no, it's, it's fine. So Jet is saying that doesn't even hold and he's well, going to just go on the attack again. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, we might have been doing some shady stuff, but again, there are way bigger issues uh, to deal with right now. And, um, you know, what what we're doing is, is frankly, none of your business. And stowing <laughs> away on our ship is pretty shady, too. Yeah. Like, and stealing my identity. <laughs> You know, so and anyone who I sees the two of us is going to wonder why I look like a fun size version of myself. I would yeah. say you can actually fork <laughs> etiquette into this because it's very, you know, it's obviously wrong of her to be on right. the ship, right? Right. It's mm-hmm. definitely a breach of so, etiquette. So I can so fork that one into mine, right? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then, and then Kig is, is backing me up here too. Uh, yep. And Kig is back. Kig is using his to back you up. So, so I get two additional. Correct. <laughs> and you also get because uh because you are using it as uh as a as a skill, you get two uh extra dice as well. So you're gonna be rolling your will and um and so you get on top of everything that you have two more dice. Okay. I'm not sure I understand why, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're it's because you're being you were saying, Nope, this is the end. No more. Uh, okay, not, okay. Well I'm and I mean my, my character my character, his background is like, I mean, he knows how to talk and he's yeah. got the etiquette and yeah, he wants to just <laughs> settle this. Confident, huh? <laughs> All right. I just remembered that you're Chiss for some reason. I forgot mm-hmm. that, but that's a cool little <laughs> tall, <laughs> intimidating. Shouldn't, shouldn't be, you know, 
thwarted by a, you know, five foot six Bothan over there. And meanwhile, <laughs> she's there wondering why I'm off to the side here, like waving my hand in the air like some idiot. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, it's a fly. <laughs> Nothing. And, but she's <laughs> having trouble not doing it herself, too. What is going on here? <laughs> okay, so um, you're, you're, so here's how it's going to work then. Uh, the avoid, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to state your case for it. And then you're going to subtract, um, you're, you're going to roll for your will. And then you're going to subtract those successes from the opposed action. So, uh, father, uh, jet is going to roll for his, uh, for all of his, but then y- you are going to subtract. Now, if, if you can get him down to zero, then he hasn't won and mm-hmm. he hasn't won this round. And that, that will be uh, pretty catastrophic for a dismiss because like he's just saying the argument's over. This is what's going to happen. And if you can, if you can successfully avoid it, then that'll work. Okay. Um, I will allow you to use your observation on this as well, because you are uh, trying to move your way out of the conversation and that's going to cause some distraction to everyone while they're trying to, uh, while they're trying to make their arguments. So Jet, you get to go first. Uh, what are you? What is your argument to dismiss? So basically, what I said: um, we have bigger fish to fry. We we have to deal with the empire, and frankly, it's none of your business to know what we're doing. And uh, yeah, you're the stowaway on on my ship, so you have no actual right to to know what we're up to. All right, and then uh, Paku, what's what's <clears throat> what she's saying as she's moving away? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's just like just... completely not even engaging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody roll. I have already rolled. All right. Me too. I, I can tell that uh, Father Andrews went well. <laughs> what, did. Did, what did you get? <laughs> I got um four, six, 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 four. Two, two, three. So, um, five, five hits. Wow, nice. And Paku? and I got four hits out of four. Oh my Dang. gosh! Really? <laughs> Kig, your your Jedi mind trick, you know, was the clutch there. It's that was the save, <laughs> save right there. So yeah, so as at Paku, as you're edging towards the door, uh, wow. you're very clearly stopped by the by the the just sheer presence of this kiss speaking to you. Uh, yeah, he's got a blaster drum, but you're not, this is not uncommon for you. You've dealt with this before, <laughs> uh, but something about the way that he's, that he's saying this, it, you realize that it's really important that what they're doing needs to be, that they need to succeed at whatever they're doing. And so you're interested in, in getting away, but you're also now really feeling like, uh, there is something important to what they're doing, not just that they're a ragtag band of, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. So volley three, and this decides it who, uh, obviously there's going to be some concessions because the two of you guys have, uh, have made a good, uh, set of arguments against each other. So that dismiss and wasn't the end. end. we still got to do another, it wasn't volley. the end. Yep. You guys are going to do one more volley because it wasn't a decisive victory and it didn't, completely clear the field so we've got one more now and so you have to pick for your volley three what are you going to do um i am going to uh 
because Wait, I Father don't. Andrew, do you have yours? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go for it. Uh, because I think people can't be easily trusted, but at the same time, um, I have been uh, captive before. Um, I'm going to uh, use those observation skills again to see how uh, important this seems to be for this person, this chis. And uh, I'm going to um, make another point. And I'm going to, well, do I have to say that? Do I have to speak that now? No, uh, so you're going to make a point and yeah. I'll, I'll take your point in just a minute. And Jet? I'm just going to move to dismiss the argument. Like, again, we're, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, doing we're, the we're, final. We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> All right. This is my show. Okay, so what, what is Paku's point? Listen, um, I can tell that this is whatever this is. It's important to you. I didn't mean to, um, you know, uh, crash your party or anything. But, hey, um, I've, um, I've, I've been in tough situations before. Just, uh, you know, just, just give me some kind of clue, something, you know, just maybe I'll be enticed to help you guys. But um, I, I can't do that unless you tell me something. All right. And then Jet. Okay. Well, um, I still am not willing to share with you what we are up to, but needless to say, this is <laughs> what we are doing has galaxy wide um, uh, consequences. Yeah, there you go. Consequences. Yeah. So, you know, if you prove your worth and you can help us get us get out of this situation, you know, then then maybe we can talk and and uh, see see if you're uh, trustworthy to to know what we're what we're really go- what we're really doing. But still, we need we need your help. Period. All right. So you guys are already arriving at the uh, <laughs> at the consensus here. So mm-hmm. that's that's good. All right. Roll. Let's see who wins. And let's... do I roll the same amount as last time, or do I? I... Uh, there's no etiquette argument in this. So okay. Take out so one one fork for the etiquette. Um. But like even that, like two adi- additional at the very end. Do I drop those two, or do I keep those? Oh yeah. You're gonna have to drop those two as well because you you made the dismiss already. <laughs> so. Okay. But Kig is still gonna. Wave his hand around for me. He's still waving his hand. <laughs> okay. All right. I have a six, a two, a five, and a five. Oh, she wins. Three successes. I've, I've got two successes. All right. Okay. So, um, so yes, I, have to, I have to give her something. Yeah, you have to. You have to give her some piece of information, and then, <laughs> and I, and I think, you know, Paku knows that at some point or another there's going to have to be some situation in which she helps although she could probably just walk out of this any way you slice it like i could, just got on board the ship and <laughs> because i saw could, them doing something we, suspicious i don't know if we could bargain here a little bit with just like like a trust goes two ways thing like you give her something if she lets us know who she really is because she's yeah. not me actually that's, 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 that's <laughs> what so i was when you so resolve of, when you resolve <laughs> duel of wits and and since this one is not like a resounding victory like you didn't just you know completely trounce her in the argument and she didn't really like you know corner you into into oblivion uh the the argument itself you you guys kind of come to a compromise and i think that was that was good because by the by the third volley you were both yielding a little bit in the way that you were dealing with things and that has has brought us to this point where 
yes, I think Jet is going to have to give up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Paku's also going to have to figure out how she can help. So that that's a good it's a good moderator. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Well done. <laughs> so I, I tell you what, Bothan, uh, my name is Jet. And what's your name? Uh, well, I'm not sure if I can uh, tell you my name, but I can show you who I actually am. OK, fair enough. And so, right, and, so yeah, at before, this before point is eyes. when I am no longer a Bothan. All right. So before your eyes, Paku uh, shifts into uh, the into her regular form, which is this sort of uh, I don't know. Angel, green you want to describe it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm green reptilian. Uh, I have black eyes. Okay. About humanoid and, stature. Yeah. So I'll if let's let's do it this way. Um, if you have alien wise. Or, uh, I mean, both of you, I think both uh, Kig and Jet have some sort of like space, spacer thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. I've got seen it yeah. all. I'm, I'm alien. Okay. Um, Actually, disparate cultures wise. I don't know okay. if that would. Yeah. Does Kig have um, seen it all too? Does he as a trait? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you both know this. You both, yep. Okay. Never mind. That's the, yeah, this is, this is unrelated. This is not news to either of you. You've, you mm-hmm. saw her change. And I think you both sort of knew this was what was going on anyway, mm-hmm. because she looked just looked too much like Kick <laughs> to to be a, another Bothan randomly on the ship. Um, I didn't know you had a brother. So... <laughs> well, I was I'd be afraid at first that she was trying to Michael Fassbender me from like um, was it uh, Prometheus or something or like just like you're gonna knock me off like Jet's gonna be like weren't you shorter? Like. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't actually detect any malicious intent in her because I do have a no. A tra- was it a trait or whatever for honesty mm-hmm. and dishonesty? I think. Yeah, something like intuition about honesty. So I, yeah, she's legit. She's just shady a little bit, <laughs> guarded. Legit, I mean, just yeah. questionable and very good, guarded, and, and yep. yeah, she doesn't want to tell us, and we don't want to tell her. <laughs> so uh, at at this point, Mon Mothma herself actually steps forward and okay. uh, and acknowledges that it, that it's okay uh and kind of puts her hand on your blaster arm and says it's okay i think i think we can trust her um and then she steps between the two of you and she looks at paku and asks do you know who i am um i can see that you're somebody of authority on this ship uh haven't been around the galaxy too much uh but uh who are you? I am Senator Mon Mothma, and part of my mission here was to speak with the rebellious factions that are arising around the Empire. I can't be found here in this ship, so we need to escape. But knowing that you're a changeling, I'd like to know how capable are you of changing into a hologram that you've seen? Uh, well, I can do it, but, uh, I, I'm not here to just do little favors for anybody. I mean, got to make it worth my while somehow. (laughs) (laughs) If you can get us out of here, I can promise that we'll make it worth your while. Hmm. Okay. You're starting to talk my language. (laughs) All right. So she um, she calls up a hologram of uh, what looks like an imperial uh, 
you you've seen imperial spy networks before and you've been involved with some of the kind of factions just by the nature of who you are mm -hmm. and you know that what this is is this is a person who's part of some sort of secret organization and mon mothma herself explains to you that this is an imperial that's known to be in situations much like this one where secrecy is important and if you could look like her then there is a very good chance that the imperials would let the ship pass okay well um i'm curious where this will lead i'll try it out i mean to sweeten the Perfect. deal i mean if you don't do this we're still kind of <laughs> in a rough spot and you're going to be captured by the empire so I mean, as much as as much as you want money, and that's kind of what I want too. I think we listen. Need I'm an imperial citizen, and you know the empire is just part of life. So I don't know what you guys are doing, but but you would be caught with a group of of rebels. Yeah, I could say that I was trying to turn you guys in, <laughs> but you know, on my go ship. for it. Keep an eye on her for me, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Will do. All right. Um, Mon Mothma uh, sends you uh, a, a hologram of this person speaking so that you can kind of get her mannerisms. And then um, she turns back to, to Jet and says, we may need to open a line of communication and allow her to speak with them so that we can figure out how to leave. And then she pulls you aside a little bit more and asks, do you trust her enough to be able to do that? Um, we don't have a choice. I, I want to trust her, but <laughs> she's kind of being antagonistic. So I, <laughs> I, I'm willing to, to let her, let her try to do this on our behalf, but I'm going to be watching. All right. So you guys all head back to the bridge and, um, Mon Mothma has decided that this is the way that, uh, that things are going to, to work out. So, um, Paku, uh, for your part, if you can, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to begin a discussion with the, with the Imperials and you're going to need to roll a mimicry skill. Okay. Um, uh, Mon Mothma is going to give you some assistance. So you'll have one extra die there. Okay. And then, uh, I'm not really sure. I don't think anybody else is going to be able to assist you on it, but I'll let you fork in your observation as well for being able to watch the hologram and try to, to mimic that situation uh, through. So uh, that'll give you those two extra die to the roll. Uh, the objective is going to be a four. Okay, so I'm rolling six. All right. Okay, so you guys head back to the bridge and uh, Jet, uh, you kind of look around at everybody and ask if they're all ready. Okay, are you, you ready? Hail... And Mon Mothma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then, um, oh, and also roll your otherness to, for me to see. I want to see how that okay. does. Rolling seven. And remember, our hyperlanes, like our... We've got our trajectory we're, in We're in good. Place. Our trajectory is all set to go. Yeah, we're, we just yeah. need to punch. All right. So I've got two, two, three, two, two, six, six. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, you were way better at arguing with me than you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you're. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna let it pass because it's something that you that it's. It's. You don't have to be super convincing because you're only gonna be on the 
you're only going to be over for the hollow with them. <laughs> the anyway, hollow, so yeah. It's not okay. like I guess you're you're imitating a hollow for the hollow. So two is satisfactory. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that. <laughs> but but convincing them is going to be a little bit more complicated because you'll have to do a mimicry skill for that. Okay, so you hail the imperial ship, and um, there I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But I'm going to go one more time back over to Sue, <laughs> who's now just like <laughs> just floating around. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so you get one more hail from the Imperials, and um and and they they say uh we're we're going to have to ask you to either dock uh with us, land on the planet, or leave. Your choice. Yeah. And uh, what I. I, I where am I in respect to the their sh- their ship? Can, can I see just the exterior of the ship? I'm I'm like I have visuals on the tractor beam and all that. Yes, yeah, yeah you can okay. see it, and it's still they're still being pulled in. It's not it's yeah. like a slow process, yeah. but it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a slow burn. <laughs> That's a powerful yeah. tractor beam. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I can. Here's the thing, I need to I need to get back down. You see to that tractor beam. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to help, like, I'm trying to help a buddy out. Um, so if you just do me this solid, I just need to, I need to get head back down there. You know, I, 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 he's, he's in a dicey situation. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I just got this ship fixed. I want to show off a little bit. Um, let me just get down there. Are you telling the Imperial officer this? (laughs) I'm telling them, yeah, yeah, but but uh, you know, I'm using, <laughs> but I'm 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 gonna ask the imperial officer something. Can I do that? Yeah, I'm gonna ask him something. It's like, listen, this is a pretty cool ship I got here, right? Would you agree? <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, at least an old, it's, it's an old Edda class, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, the paint job's nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's yellow, yeah, yeah. probably yellow. Okay, it's a classic. <laughs> listen, <laughs> um, what if I told you I could? uh go wizard on this thing and <laughs> if i can if i can get down to that tractor beam and <laughs> with a dozen spins <laughs> we will you just like look the other way i do have a gambling skill so we can we can wager this if we need to but if if <laughs> If if you're not if you if if you don't seem too impressed uh, about this, like let, let's w- we can wager this. If <laughs> if I can't get down there, and it doesn't spins, you can have this ship. <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> this, this is so much better than the thing in Solo when they're like, <laughs> getting at the trap point, like, uh, looking around. Yeah. You do it, you do you hear silence, you hear radio silence for just a moment. <laughs> And and he says, "Okay, I want to see this." All right. <laughs> I was secretly hoping, you know, Thomas, and you hear, you know, Vader breathing. Like, who is this? <laughs> who is Whoops, this? I, I, I recognize the ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he wants to see it. So, all right, all right. piloting skill. Let's see it. <laughs> piloting skill. All right. Oh yeah. So. I'm going to set the objective to three. To three? Okay. Yeah. And does, uh, does, my, does my gambling add anything to this? <laughs> uh, since, since, since this is technically I'm wagering my, my ship. 
forking gambling in on piloting. Yeah, sure. Why not? They go together most of the time in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many are how many how many am I rolling then? So you roll your piloting Six, skill five. plus the one. So piloting skill is five. So I'm rolling, and then plus one is six. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rolling six, and you said objective of three. Objective of three. Now you just wagered your ship on this. I'm pointing this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a six, a five, a five, a three, a two, and a four. All right. Nice. <laughs> you nick it. You had 12, 12, uh, 12 spins in by the time you get down to the track. I went, I went wizard. <laughs> and you hear over the com, the, the, the com button comes on and he goes, wizard. <laughs> nice. And this puts you very close to the ship as you see uh, the, all of them plus another figure in the cockpit, uh, like, beginning to hail the Imperials uh, one, one last time. So here we go. Uh, for, for the final test, uh, with Mon Mothma's help, Paku is going to contact the Imperials and convince them that she's on a secret mission or turn the whole crew in. We'll see how it happens. <laughs> so I already rolled, right? So now I'm just... Okay. Yep. Yes. What are, what, yep. So the, the objective was a four. What okay. Uh, six, five, four, four, two, one, and four. Excellent. So, uh, you open the comms to the Imperials, and you have disguised yourself as this Imperial, the shady Imperial character. What do you do? Um. <laughs> hello. <laughs> this is Commander Anja. That's <laughs> there you go. Commander Anja, uh, this crew has some flammable uh, items on board that are that are required uh, for Imperial activities, and therefore they need to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you rolled well enough. You don't have to. You don't have to state it perfectly. I just wanted to make sure that you were going through with the plan and not like backstabbing uh, them in the middle. Of okay. I was, I was kind of nervous there for a second. She just, yeah. she just goes rebels when it turns the camera. <laughs> hold up, hold up a little sign. <laughs> Close closing credits, and now we're what are we gonna do? Uh, <laughs> all right, so you you are convincing enough. You you mimic the motions of this of, of this figure, uh, Commander Anja, enough, and they uh, they there's a, a brief moment of silence, and then the Imperials come back and uh, say, "We're sorry, Commander. We didn't realize that this was a mission that you were on board for." Uh, apologies for our delaying you. Uh, you are free to go, and the tractor beam releases. Punch it, Chewie. Right. And and, and, you know, <laughs> and Andrew's out of here really fast. So you guys all clear. You clear the blockade far enough away to jump to hyperspace, and uh, you are free and moving away. And as you are moving away, uh, Mon Mothma uh, pats you on the shoulder, Jet. Uh, and says, thank you for that. And then looks very intently at Paku and says, you've done a great job and you've uh, kept the rebellion alive. I very much appreciate it. I'd love to have a discussion with you about your about future possible involvement with us. Okay. 
<laughs> and then um and then before she turns she before she leaves she stops for just a moment and turns around and looks at Kig and asks how hard would it be for us to navigate to Dantween unnoticed uh no one knows the way better than me <laughs> that's why <laughs> that's <laughs> all right and that's where we're going to call it I think that is a Sue radios in is like I knew you guys could do it Thanks, I was right behind you I was right behind you well I'll tell you I'm, I'm sweating here because when you see right up to when you said Mon Mothma turns to uh, turns to Kig I'm like she's gonna be like in a couple of years I might have just the mission for you and some other boffins <laughs> Like, Do you have any Boffin friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, what could go wrong? You know, <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So, <laughs> pausing there, and this is an interesting one because we had a lot of character versus character uh, in, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the thing. So, uh, you know, votes, our, our votes are in uh, for, we have an most valuable player so who uh, who do we feel was the most valuable player uh, I'm, i'll read i'll talk them all off really quickly and then we'll and then we'll do them so we have the most valuable player we have the uh, player who was there in a pinch who had the right skill at the right time uh we have the uh i, I am going to award one and you guys can tell me if you agree i think the uh the humor effect goes to Andrew for that uh, 12, 12 spin <laughs> yeah. on the ship. Yes. I think we can all agree that that's, that's, at, yes. that's worth at least a fate point. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely, Andrew, you get one fate point for that. Uh, but so let's go MVP uh, workhorse. And then if you guys would like to award anything for people completing their beliefs, uh, I don't know who played to their beliefs. Uh, Strongly, I know that uh, Kig challenged his beliefs in this one by using the mm-hmm. using the force. So that was an interesting, uh, but it might also dovetail into something else. So <laughs> yeah, it might not have worked, but it but it did. It was I thought it was a a pretty significant play. So do you guys have a an MVP choice? I I would vote for uh, uh, Paku. I same. <laughs> She's yeah. the reason that we we had, <laughs> yeah successfully come out of that situation. Okay. All right. So Paku, uh, fate point for uh, Paku for this for this round. Cool. Thanks. And then, um, I workhorse who had the right skill, right time. Paku. I was going to vote for um, <laughs> Kig because uh, of that Jedi yeah. trick that yeah. won yeah. the won the role. That he yep. he was the reason I won that one volley. All right. Yeah. Definitely. So. All right. So another fate point for Kig there. Mm-hmm. and then um i i really appreciated the way that jet plays so i'm actually going to throw a fate point Woo-hoo! for to jet as well yeah. for um that I, that that verbal dispute was good and i think the yeah running the dismiss early was a <laughs> risky maneuver but i really enjoyed that very well <laughs> <laughs> angela we've never had that kind of a argument before so that was I said that was really yeah. fun we should have a future show where the two of you like just pick different <laughs> sides of a debate and just like, go for it. Um, well, and that's that's one of the things I love. So a lot of people ask, you know, why role play? Why why do people get into this? And and that right there is exactly one of the things that I think is so beautiful mm. about it because it's not it's not an interaction that you would necessarily have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it brings out a different side of you and and it can really make you appreciate the person more having that 
uh, different mm-hmm. side of them. So I, I remember one, when I was in college, one of the one of the times that we were uh, gaming, I had two players that their characters were just complete polar opposites. One was very lawful, one was very chaotic, and they got into it one day, and the two of them were yelling at each other. Like the, the, the players were like yelling at each other in character, and then we ended the we ended the session, and they looked at each other and they go, "Man." That was intense. Like they had not been in control. Like it was about to come to blows and they would have gone for it. You know, it was just, I was like, okay, all right. Good gaming session. Guys. So, well, and, and I mean, yeah, I, to, to jump off that, not to get too kind of meta or philosophical even, but I mean, that's helpful just in, in our human relationships to try to like understand mm-hmm. where other people are sure. coming from. And sure. especially as, you know, you're trying to interact and, and be charitable to someone who doesn't think the way that you do. This is, mm-hmm. this is a cool way to kind of, yeah, have it set in Star Wars. So there's, there's no real stakes. And yet you still have to kind of learn, like, this isn't necessarily what I would do, but this is what my character would do. And mm-hmm. so it helps that. I love to do that with like teens in the classroom sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't usually plan it. It just normally happens, but that like, you know, they're not really grasping something and they'll trot out some sort of like answer that's, you know, it sounds right, but it's not really deep. And I'll just go at them with like the complete, and it's so funny to see them. They're like, well, you, you can't do that. And there was one I was using once where I'm like, why can't I just steal this homeless man's blanket if I'm cold? And like, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? I can't, I just did, you know? And like, yeah. and they get so like nervous about it, you know, but it's, <laughs> it is fun to find those ways to kind of, ex- you know, explore those, those deeper connections that yeah, you wouldn't normally. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Just going back to like, beliefs and like we were we were always cognizant of our characters beliefs but yeah like in real life situations it's good to kind of pause and be like okay what are this person's core beliefs you know and how can i appeal to that yeah definitely and i I think you know I, i love making a story like this because it helps you realize you know what goes into creating a story set in another place in another time and you can't always write about people that are just like you. Sometimes you have to kind of step outside of yourself and, and think about that person and, and give them some real bones so that they can really move around. Yeah. And uh, Andrew, I was trying to get Sue involved as much as I could. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad you stepped <laughs> no. up with that. Uh, with that gamble at the end. Yeah, I don't know that where that good. came from, but yeah, that, that was, that was, that was, fun. That was awesome. Yeah. I think, I think you had one of uh, the, one of the favorite lines last time from, from the last one uh, was the, the pork. Like we're just, we're just carrying some salt and pork. pork. <laughs> so I, I, I have a feeling this might go over uh, that well again. <laughs> the, the, the comic relief over there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> So I'm saying we have put a bow on this and, you know, we might play again sometime, but we've got it definitely, I think, wrapped up at a nice little spot here so that if it needs to wait a couple months for us to, you know, do Kenobi and (laughs) come back to it and revisit it, it's there for one of our episodes, one of our pocket episodes if we need to, to just throw this team back together. Speaking of that, can I make a plug for uh, one of the things that's upcoming? Absolutely. So I have been in in touch with uh, John Jackson Miller. So he is the author of what? Kenobi. 
and we are going to be very blessed to be able to interview him on the podcast right before the Kenobi show debuts on mm. Disney Plus. So, <laughs> um, of course, there, we're, we won't we we won't be talking the Kenobi show, but we will be talking um, his book, the uh, the Kenobi book, and um, his involvement in yeah. Star Wars. And and the reason that I bring that up is, of course, to 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 hopefully draw you in to to listen to that episode. But also, listeners, uh, we would be welcome, or we would welcome questions from you. If you have questions for John Jackson Miller, we will do our best to kind of combine those and throw those into the interview as well. So definitely, if you um, are a fan of his work and have a question for him that you'd like us to ask, just email us at starwars at sqpn.com. And that interview is happening mid-May. So you've got about a month uh, before before that uh, that goes live. So that is super exciting coming up. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's uh, that's really cool. I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, I, I'd like to know how much the I know I know we're we're not going to get spoilers from him, but I'd right. like to know how much involvement he had in the the show and whether or not the show is like bringing my, the book from Legends into my the my gut <laughs> reaction would be he probably doesn't have anything to do with the show, but I'm hoping mm-hmm. they pull from the novel mm-hmm. into Something, the show anything right yeah <laughs> so there's yeah. definitely some it, it it ties in so much to just even stuff they revealed in the uh, teaser trailer with that idea of the the Jedi code being the itch you can't help but scratch, you know, so he's in that right. book, he's very much trying to hide, but he has to help people. And, you know, you know. yeah. Good deal. Any final thoughts about the RPG about uh, doing the Star Wars stuff? I want to see where we go next. I, right. <laughs> I there's some we'll unresolved, together, like, unresolved tensions right. and, and I still don't trust this changeling who, by the way, <laughs> We still don't know her name. I mean, Meta, we know her name, that's right. but mm-hmm. like our characters yeah. still don't don't know her name. So that's right. She hasn't revealed herself, so that's good. I I I think it's really cool that um you see the realities of a team coming together here, where it's that everybody's butting heads, not really sure of where they stand. But you know, if we put you through enough of a tumbler, <laughs> I have a feeling that this will shake out to be a really good yeah. team that has some really interesting <laughs> stories i feel like so. king and i have a have a rapport that's a little bit closer than <laughs> yeah everybody knows <laughs> well you've been yeah you, you know you've been on the ship a little while yeah. together so that makes yeah. sense right. uh, and that's i'm i'm my, that my i'm on my own thing starting to get a little challenged because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i haven't been once this whole time so there you go gotta make some decisions <laughs> Alrighty, well that is it from us uh thanks for listening to us as we tell a new story in the star wars universe and we get to create it as we go um if you get a chance to follow us on uh uh oh my gosh i lost my place now <laughs> be sure to subscribe to the show in apple podcasts google Podcasts, stitcher tune in spotify iHeartRadio, or the sqpn youtube channel uh make sure that you share the show uh with anybody that you think might be interested uh i know that i i this is gotten some new listeners from the rpg side of things and they've been intrigued about the fact that one we're catholic all of us which i thought was really cool and then two that we do a star wars podcast and so they've started listening to some of the other episodes as well so that's uh, it's kind of a a new ground so if you know somebody who's into rpgs but maybe not necessarily the podcast in general share this with them see if they might be interested in some of the other stuff we're doing um also uh if you would like to find any of the previous episodes or any other episodes, then please do visit sqpn.com slash Star Wars. So that's it from us. Until next time, uh, Father Andrew, thank you for joining me for The Secrets of Star Wars. 
chit checking out. And Angela Ciolana, thank you for joining me as well. This was fun. <laughs> Mike Creevy, thank you. Can't wait till next time. And Andrew Hermes, I appreciate you being here. I thank you for being such a great game master. This was this was awesome. Yeah. This was really fun. <laughs> yes. All right. And finally, I am Thomas Senherho. Thank you for sharing with us the secrets of Star Wars. <laughs>